Hello everyone, this is Isaac Petrie. Welcome to the podcast. Be ready to be encouraged and enlightened as we discuss spiritual solutions for everyday life. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. I want to first of all say hello and thank you to all of those that have been listening to the podcast. And it's been a minute. I have been on a little stretch where I haven't been able to share as much as I want. But I have a little time here to break down some things to you that I feel are going to be very, very beneficial to you. But before I dive into that, I want to ask those that if you're listening for the very first time, go ahead and subscribe so you can be alerted whenever a podcast drops into all of those that have already subscribed and are listening and commenting and helping me share this. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Please continue to help me do it. I'm going to take my time here in the next few days and weeks to share about something that I've touched on in bits and pieces in church services, ministry opportunities that I've had, but I haven't really delved into this in the podcast from a biblical theological standpoint like I want to. And so I want to just take my time and walk through it so that we can get an understanding of the times. The Bible declares that the sons of Issachar had an understanding of the times. A lot of times we think prophetic people are special people. But there's a difference between being prophetic and being a prophet. And you don't have to be a prophet to be prophetic, because basically what the prophetic unction is about is discerning what is happening in the times. It's it's almost like decoding what is actually going on. It's it's bringing the signal and not the noise, being able to look through and see the agenda of the enemy and the agenda of God in an age and in a time. And so it doesn't require anybody to be deep or you don't have to be a minister of the gospel to discern what is actually happening in any given season in your life, in the life of your children, in the life of your business, in the life of your ministry, in the life of a nation. You can see it all if you understand Bible context. And so I want to just take a prophetic look just a a discerning look at what is happening from a macro level in the earth realm right now and tied all together with the pandemics, with vaccines, with strife, with all of this confusion, with the LGBTQ um, movement, with transgender movements, with all of the things that have happened in the church and the rearranging and redefining of identity and Christianity and what is Christianity? Is Christianity still relevant? Is it still reaching people or do we need to look to some other form of belief, some other religious form? And all of these things are creeping in and have been accelerated in in the earth realm for some time, but something happened when we hit this new decade. 2020 ushered in some unprecedented things, and I believe we're on an accelerated pace 
um, from the kingdom of darkness. And we've got to push back from the kingdom of light. And so we're going to be spending time in Second Thessalonians chapter number two. And like I said, I've touched on this, but never in a comprehensive way, the way I'm going to literally just walk down the scripture. So you want to stay tuned for the next few days and weeks to come. Second Thessalonians chapter number two says, now, brethren, concerning the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. And our gathering together to him, we ask of you not to soon be shaken in your mind or troubled, either by spirit or by word or by letter, as if from us as though the day of Christ has already come. So he says, he says, uh, let me finish reading and then I'll go back through all of it. Let no one deceive you by any means, for that day will not come unless the falling away comes first and the man of sin is revealed, the son of perdition. Now, that man of sin is actually the Greek word for lawlessness. So the man of lawlessness, the man that will usher in lawlessness the son of perdition who opposes and exalts himself above all that is called God or that is worshiped so that he sits as God or he sits as a God in the temple of God, showing himself to be that he is God. Do you remember that when I was still with you, I told you these things. And now you know what is restraining, that he may be revealed in his own time. For the mystery, mystery, listen to this, of lawlessness, the mystery of lawlessness, or the hidden truth of lawlessness, that's what a mystery is, or something that is hidden. It's there, but it's hidden, or the truth of it is hidden, or the revelation of it is is hidden. He says, now the revelation or the mystery of the hidden meaning or the hidden agenda or the, the hidden revelation of lawlessness is already at work. Only he who now restrains will do so until he is taken out of the way. Then the lawless one will be revealed whom the Lord will consume with the breath of his mouth and destroy with the brightness of his coming. And so I, I just want to take these eight verses. I could go a little further. Well, let me go a little further. It says in verse number nine, this is second Thessalonians chapter number two, verse number nine, the coming of the lawless one is according to the working of Satan with all power signs and lying wonders and with all unrighteous deception among those who perish because they did not receive the love of the truth that they might be saved. And for this reason, God will send them strong delusion that they should believe the lie that they all may be condemned 
who did not believe the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. Wow. Now, I can't tell you how this scripture is so applicable to where we are today. There are some things I just want to highlight of where we're going over the next few days and weeks so that you could kind of know where we're going to crescendo to. The ultimate battle in the earth realm is going to be over truth. It is going to be over the word of God versus the word of Satan. God sends his word through messengers. Satan sends his word through messengers in the earth. And so the whole battle in the last days is going to come down to which voice you listen to. Because Satan is going to have people spreading deception, spreading the agenda of lawlessness, perversion and wickedness and unrighteousness. And then you're going to have the kingdom of God with with God's people speaking about what is right, what is lawful, what is godly. And the Bible says it is going to boil down to this. Who will love truth enough to be able to 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 deafen their ears to the voices of those who speak against God's word? But it is going to be such a deception that many people are going to fall for it. And only those people who have a love for the truth. Now, I can't tell you how we're in that age. And and I parenthetically insert this. This is why there's so many other agendas coming on the scene and being magnified, whether it's race or equality or whether it's gender or all. Why? Because all of these things are going to test the love for the truth because it's going to be such a confused, deceptive way that the enemy is going to magnify these things in a way in which he's going to try to convince the people of God that the word of God is not enough to address these that there is another way we need to look at things, another way we need to see things, we need to evolve, we need to be more sensitive. And the discipling of schools and nations and the discipling of politicians and leaders and entertainers and all of these people, their voices are going to be so magnified And their their agendas are going to be so deceptive that only if you have a love for the truth over your race, over your ethnicity, over your culture, over your your feelings, over your over what you think about this or that is going to preserve you. And so all of this confusion is to get in murky the waters of truth. And the people who have a love for the truth that says it doesn't matter if God's word is for me or against it. I love it enough to say the truth must stand. 
whether it's uh, on my side or against my side, because the truth doesn't take sides. And so now you see why there is this spirit of division. You're going to have to take a side, but the truth does not take sides. You have to side with the truth. And the love of the truth is what is going to sustain people in the last days. And I'm telling you, I am seeing it. I am seeing people who were in the church, who were had wonderful lives, who grew up sound, who grew up um, being taught the truth, who know the truth, who know the way ministers, leaders, business people, our children. And now all of this indoctrination comes in, muddies all of the water. And now you can't get a clear answer out of hardly anybody. Because we have trumped the love of self and the love of people over the love of truth. Did you hear what I said? The love of self and the love of people. And when I say the love of people, I'm not talking about the love of God. I'm talking about this, this pseudo kind of care for people. That we don't want to say that because we don't want to offend anybody. We don't want to hurt anybody. We don't want we want we want everybody to feel accepted. We want everybody included. We want it. And that pseudo fake love, because Jesus said it this way. He, he, he was amazing. He says, why call me Lord and do not what I say? And then he says, if you love me, keep my commandments. So real love has a sense of honor to the subject or to an object. And this love that in which they claim, if you tell somebody the truth, it's now hate speech. Now, where's that coming from? That's coming from the agenda because they've got to replace the truth with another ideology. This is why I took some time talking about the information war. We are in a war and it is messing with the minds of people where they do not have a love for the truth. And listen, you're going to be tested over the truth. So that's the macro of where we're going. Listen, stay tuned because I'm just getting started laying a foundation I am going to be on this in the days and weeks to come, and we're going to go all the way back up to chapter number two in 2 Thessalonians, verse number one, and I'm going to systematically walk you down through it. Listen, I'm out of time, but listen, next week, um, and listen, not next week, I'm, I'm coming with some podcasts in the next couple of days. I'm, I'm going to just churn them out while I have the time, so subscribe. Um, help me share it. Get the word out. We're fixing to expose the mystery of lawlessness. And so I'll see you next time. Be blessed. I pray you were blessed by today's podcast. Take a moment and subscribe to it and review it and share it with someone else so that we can stay connected. Be blessed.